Bulgarian National Radio. Hello and welcome to Bulgaria Today, the English language podcast of Radio Bulgaria, bringing you news, stories and music from this country. I'm Kostadin Atanasov, joining you from the studio of the Bulgarian National Radio here in Sofia. Stay with us. Bulgaria Today First, the news headlines on Tuesday the 10th of May. Nationwide protest of carriers blocks Sofia and major cities. The United States support Bulgaria's fight against corruption. Bulgaria has not given up on goal of joining the euro area in two years. Bulgarian trade unions demand minimum wage raise from July the 1st. The European Union to provide additional financial support to Ukraine. And now the news in full. Transport operators blocked the entrance of Sofia to Trakia Highway from 8 to 10 p.m. Despite an initial permit, police prevented buses and trucks from reaching the center of the capital. In a statement to the media, organizers said they would continue their protests across the country until the 18th of May. Their demands are for a reduction in fuel excise duty and postponement of the plant expansion of the toll system. Bus operators have threatened to stop carrying passengers from the 18th of May. Parallel protests are taking place in Plovdiv, Burgas, Pleven, Yambul, Dupnica, Blagoevgrad, Stara Zagora and Chirpan. This is the industry's second protest in the last 10 days. Bulgarian Prime Minister Kirill Petkov, who is on a visit to the United States, spoke at the World Bank headquarters in Washington about provision of technical assistance for reforms in Bulgaria, as well as about infrastructure, healthcare and projects under the Recovery and Resilience Plan. The Bulgarian delegation has received support from the administration of President Joe Biden for the country's efforts in the fight against corruption, the government said. Premier Petkov met Under Secretary of State for Political Affairs, Victoria Newland, Senior Advisor for Energy Security, Amos Hochstein, and Head of the Office of Sanctions, Coordination, James O'Brien. The Bulgarian Prime Minister also spoke with National Security Advisor, Jake Sullivan. Bulgaria's energy diversification and Sofia's support for Ukraine were also discussed. The largest Bulgarian trade union, the Confederation of Independent Trade Unions of Bulgaria, is pushing for the minimum wage to be increased to 388 euros a month from the 1st of July. Ahead of the Kanesebek Congress in Sofia, the Confederation's president, Plamen Dimitrov, said that the main goal is for Bulgarians to reach 70% of the living standards of the average European in five years. I expect the budget update to include earmarked funds for social stability. 
All international financial institutions are warning about an imminent two-year inflation. The government's decision should be directed first and foremost to social protection in order to reduce the effects of the crisis on high prices. Bulgarian Vice President Ilana Yotova urged at the Congress. The ruling coalition partners have agreed on a national plan for the introduction of the euro. At a nearly three-hour-long Extraordinary Experts Council meeting convened by Deputy Prime Minister Asen Vasilev, it was agreed that the date for introduction of the euro in Bulgaria should remain the 1st of January 2024 and that the plan must be discussed by the National Assembly. Lubomir Karimanski, chairman of the National Assembly Committee on Budget and Finance, confirmed that the date for joining the Eurozone remains the 1st of January 2024, as no additional analysis from the Ministry of Finance have been received. Pessimism among Bulgarian consumers grew in April, statistics show. Confidence has decreased by 4.9 points since the beginning of the year, according to a study by the National Statistical Institute. Bulgarians point out that in the past 12 months, there was a rise in consumer prices, which intensify inflation expectations for the next 12 months. The economic situation in the country has been assessed as unfavorable for saving. People also tend to postpone the purchase of durable goods, a home or making home improvements, over the next 12 months. Most of the polled do not expect a sharp rise in unemployment. The ruling coalition has no worries about a possible no-confidence motion from the opposition because of the problems in the energy sector and social policy. The Speaker of the 47th National Assembly, Nikola Minchev, from We Continue the Change Party, told journalists. He pointed out that the 2022 budget was extremely social, but the moment it was approved, war broke out in Ukraine, which had a negative impact on everyone, Minchev said. According to Minchev, the war and the subsequent soaring inflation have lessened the effect of the budget on those affected. He did not comment on whether specific measures were being discussed in the coalition. U.S. President Joe Biden has signed the Ukraine Democracy Land Lease Act of 2022. This will allow the U.S. to fund Ukraine's defense against Russian aggression without administrative delay. The act is similar to the Land Lease Act signed by President Franklin Roosevelt back in 1941, according to which the United States financed its allies, including the USSR, in the fight against Nazism during the Second World War, Reuters reports. The European Commission has been planning a 15 billion euro bond issue in order to finance Ukraine over the next three months, Politico reported, quoting diplomats in Brussels. The mechanism will be similar to the SURE program used during the coronavirus pandemic. Russian President Vladimir Putin has ordered the establishment of a working group on international payments, as its tasks include determining the conditions for transactions with unfriendly nations, TASS reported. 
Poland and Bulgaria refused to comply with Russian requirements and Moscow cut off gas deliveries for the two countries. Moscow says the same would happen to anyone else who did not comply with the new payment terms. COVID-19 The number of new COVID-19 cases in the past day reached 624, which is 473 cases more in comparison to a day earlier. Over two-thirds of the newly infected are non-vaccinated citizens. According to the coronavirus BG portal, 6.9% of 9,039 tests returned positive result. The number of registered patients decreased with 1,851 to 131,105. The number of new hospital admissions reached 138 as 76% of the newly hospitalized patients are non-vaccinated citizens. A total of 715 people are being treated in hospitals as 73 are in intensive care. 21 patients with COVID passed away yesterday. 20 of them had not been vaccinated. 2,454 people recovered. 893 vaccine doses were administered on Monday. On Wednesday, the lowest temperatures will be between 5 and 10 degrees in Sofia, around 6 degrees Celsius. During the day, the weather will be sunny with more significant clouds before noon over the eastern regions of the country. In the afternoon, there will be more clouds over the mountains where rainfalls and thunderstorms are possible. The highest temperatures will rise from 22 to 27 degrees Celsius in the capital city up to 22 degrees. At the Black Sea coast, temperatures will remain lower around 19-20 degrees. It will be predominantly sunny in the mountains. There will be more clouds and showers over the mountains in the western regions of the country. The highest temperature at an altitude of 1200 meters will be around 15 degrees, at 2000 meters up to 7 degrees Celsius. Bulgaria today. You're listening to the English language podcast of Radio Bulgaria. Now the headlines once again. Nationwide protests of carriers block Sofia and major cities. The United States support Bulgaria's fight against corruption. Bulgaria has not given up on goal of joining the euro area in two years. Bulgarian trade unions demand minimum wage raise from the 1st of July. The European Union to provide additional financial support to Ukraine. You're listening to Radio Bulgaria in English. Next on the show, as oil prices rise, small petrol stations in Bulgaria struggle to survive. Economy. The European Commission's intention to impose an embargo on Russian oil, effective by the end of the year at the latest, 
has sparked strong reactions. Hungary's Prime Minister Viktor Orban called it an atomic bomb on the country's economy, while according to a European Commission source quoted by Reuters, Cyprus, Greece and Malta expect the European Union to take into account their concerns over the planned EU ban on transporting Russian oil, as the plans call for a ban on purchases and prohibit the shipping industry based in EU member countries from handling Russian oil. Bulgaria on its part is insisting that it be given a two-year deferral before imposing the ban on the country's territory. The country is dependent on Russian oil, which is refined in Burgas, explained Radoslav Ribarski, chair of the National Assembly's Energy Committee, in an interview with BTV. This keeps fuel prices at their current level. Throughout Europe, they are much higher, Radoslav Ribarski said, and added that Bulgaria will veto the EU-wide embargo on Russian oil if it is not given a two-year deferral. Against this background, representatives of small petrol stations in the country have been sounding the alarm that they may face bankruptcy. At this point, there is no fuel supply crisis. But if the rising prices can be called a crisis, then yes, there really is a crisis. Rosinka Bachvarova, owner of a petrol station in Burgas, set for Biena Burgas. She explained that a few months ago, the oil refinery had stopped the wholesale price discounts. At the moment, small petrol stations have been hit hard or are struggling to survive. This is due to the high prices and the very low margin they maintain. At this time, for diesel at my petrol station, it is forced to think per liter. Imagine how many liters I have to sell to pay salaries, rent, utilities like electricity, water, things that have to be paid every month. In the last month, the price of one liter of fuel has gone up by 20 stutinki, which is equal to 10 euro cents. The low margin is due to the fact that the large petrol station chains are also working with a minimum margin. I'm sure they too have a minimum profit or none at all. And that, I presume, is due to some kind of arrangement with the government, says Rusinka Bachvarova. As things now stand, small petrol stations have no alternative Rusinka Bachvarova says and adds that very soon the big players in the branch are going to find themselves in the same position. She believes that the only alternative is to import fuels. But she says she does not know how and whether that is going to happen at all as there are hindrances in the legal regulations. To import fuels, a company has to meet various criteria and they are very difficult or almost impossible to meet. That is something only a big company is able to do. I don't believe the government is going to offer any alleviations. Its only options are to reduce excise duty or value-added tax or to put a price cap in place. 
but Rosinka Bachvarova is not optimistic as a price cap would require additional state subsidies for traders. But VAT and excise duty are the main sources of revenue for the budget and the country is hardly likely to give them up. This means there can be no financial relief for consumers of the costly fuels. The rise in fuel prices can only be checked if the war in Ukraine ends. Rusinka Bachvarova says further, in her words, the only scenario that would be worse is an embargo on Russian oil. Song of the Day Today is the first semi-final of the Eurovision Song Contest, which this year takes place in Turin, Italy. The Bulgarian representative this year is the band Intelligent Music Project. They will perform their song Intention tonight, led by Ronnie Romero, the current lead singer of Rainbow. The other members of the band are Stoyanian Kulov, Bisser Ivanov, Slavin Slavchev, Ivo Stefanov and Dimitar Sirakov. Intelligent Music Project were created by Dr. Milen Vrabevsky in 2012, who is the producer and author of all the music and lyrics of the band. Despite being a medical doctor by profession, Milen Vrabevsky has amazing musical ideas and a talent for making music and bringing the right people together. Now, Let us listen to Intention by Intelligent Music Project, Bulgaria's song for Eurovision. That has been all on Bulgaria today this Tuesday the 10th of May. You can follow the latest news and developments in this country on our website. Don't forget that you can always write to us at radiobulgaria at bnr.bg or english at bnr.bg. And, of course, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Radio Bulgaria English Service. Thank you for being with us. Stay healthy and take care. Bulgarian National Radio